What's going on, everybody? Nigel Marcellus here. Welcome to another episode of the Nigel Marcellus interview series. Um, today, we have a very, very, very special guest. This is somebody who, back in 2020, she was on my first uh, like IG live interview series that I was doing, which actually was low-key popping. And she had one of the most popular episodes. I don't know if she knows that. Um, no. This individual right here is incredible, dope soul. Um, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to education, when it comes to anything that she do, she thrives. Even though currently she might be just trying to survive because she's in a PhD program, but she might not love herself because people in a PhD pro program typically don't love themselves. And I can say that because I'm in a PhD program and clearly I don't love myself because there's so much, so much self-hate going on being in these programs. But you know what? We're not even going to talk about that. Krista. How are you? What's up? How are you, homie? Hi, Nigel. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I am so dead at that intro. Why are I'm you so sorry. funny? Listen, I, I feel like anybody in a PhD program, at some point, you just don't love yourself. Because the longer I'm in it and the more I'm in the trenches, the more I'm like, yo, this is really me hazing myself. Like, <laughs> why did I choose this? <laughs> no, like, I, I think that's real. So... One thing that I've noticed is like people get my degree confused. So it's actually a doctor of public health. So it's DRPH. It's a little bit different than PhD, which people say PhD. And I'm like, go ahead, because that sounds a lot better. But uh, a doctor of public health is more practice based and it's more mm -hmm. like public health practice versus, you know, PhD can be really research heavy. But it's one of the first, I think it's actually the first program at Mercer University. Um, I'm in the first cohort, so I'm kind of like the guinea oh. pig. <laughs> That's why I'm like surviving right now. I'm just really trying to push through this, you know, this program that they created for this very new concentration. And so, yeah, I'm trying my best. It's hard. First, first of all, you're not a guinea pig. You're a trailblazer. You're, you're, you're breaking up. Trailblazer, they can say that after I graduate right now. <laughs> I'm a guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> They're just testing out everything on us to see if we'll survive or not. Yo, that's hilarious. Wait, so <laughs> I actually never knew that. So y'all, because you're not a PhD, but you still go by a doctor when you graduate, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a, and, and I will say that it's an accelerated program. So I'm only in it for two and a half years. So I'm technically in year two right now. Yeah, I know. It's very fast. And that's because there's no breaks. <laughs> so you're literally just going semester to semester. Yeah, like, this is my this is my fifth semester. That's in a row. Yeah, that's sick. That's so. How do you take care of yourself? Because that is something that, I mean, like for me, the my first three years of my PhD, I got summer off, and I, I got to completely like shut off my brain, not worry about anything, and chill yeah. and kick it. And this summer is a little different because I'm in dissertation, so I'm pretty much working all summer long. But it, this is my first summer where I've had to like do that type of work. So how do you take care of yourself? despite not having any of these breaks. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I think that's something that was very trial and error for me um, because it's new. Um, I started back at the beginning of last year. And at that point I lived in North Carolina. I, I think between my, my master's of public health in this program, it was probably like six months. So mm. I had just started a new job. I just moved to North Carolina from Texas. And so like, at that point, I was kind of like acclimated to North Carolina, kind of not. And so that was a really big learning process for me, like learning what worked. Um, but like a little bit into, I think it actually was my first semester. So in like um, March of 2022, I ended up moving to where I am now, which is in the DC metro area. So I got another new job and like mm -hmm. just trying to figure that out. But the good thing is I did get like I think like a two week break before I started my new job. So that was helpful to kind of like get a new schedule in and figure that out. But like to really answer your question, I mean, you can just tell by my Instagram, I work out pretty much five days a week. And so I really enjoy just taking that um, maybe like one to two hours a day just to focus on like what I'm doing in that moment versus all the other billion things that I have to do. And I think at like some point, last year I started becoming an early bird so like I really be in the gym at like 5 a.m in the morning 
running off of just like fumes and vibes and okay and just actually eat something before I go to the gym in the morning it's very small but like we're, we're moving at like 5 a.m in the morning and like I thought about it one day I was like I am really up at like 5 30 in the morning like mm. doing Bulgarian split spots <laughs> like so early in the morning like I should be asleep but I enjoy it it's like it really is a game changer for me I, I noticed that when I don't get that time in like my day feels weird and like I kind of feel a little bit off yeah, I'm not so working out early in the morning is like really, really peaceful. And mm-hmm. there was definitely a stretch where I was able to do it. But I can honestly say from the bottom of my heart, PhD destroyed my <laughs> destroyed. Yeah. Like I can the thought of waking up at five. As a matter of fact, I'll put this into perspective. Mm-hmm. When you're going to the gym, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> what? Why? Yeah. My my sleep schedule is terrible. Like I go to sleep around like four thirty five, and I wake up during the school year because I had to teach a class. I was waking up at like eight, maybe eight thirty later. And then health person that is not healthy. Yes, your sleep hygiene sucks. Yes, (laughs) I know, I know, I know, I know. Sleep is essential. I'm working on it. Um, I get more sleep during the summer, so I'm going to sleep at like four thirty-five. I'm waking up at like eleven, twelve, sometimes one. Okay, but why are you going to sleep at hours that you should already be asleep? Because I'm a I'm a night owl first and foremost. So like during the day, yeah, I'm, I'm usually like so busy doing so many different things, and like mm-hmm. that my mind is like constantly going. So when it gets to like when it hits, it's crazy. Like at midnight when most people are going to sleep the world just slows down and gets a lot more quieter so I can focus better. So for me, it's like around midnight is when I really got to focus, but I had this really rough semester where essentially I was reading a book per week, like, and you know, 300, 400 pages, but I wasn't able to start it till the night before because just, I was swamped with all my other classes. So I would be able, I would start it at 12 and I would finish by four. And then have to take notes and stuff. So I just got in that habit of like being up late, working. Yeah. Um, that is almost like hard to break it now. But I what, one thing I hate is like everybody's a morning bird when I want to be, when I'm a night owl. When I was a morning bird, everybody was a night owl. So I'm trying to like, <laughs> let's go with everybody's energy, bro. Like <laughs> I am so weak. Now, like one thing that I've like started implementing are non-negotiables. Like mm. sleep is a non-negotiable for me. I need at least seven to eight hours. And at all costs, I don't care what is happening. I'm going to get those seven to eight hours. And I know that like that's essential, not just for me functioning as a human being, but for my mind to work correctly. I remember, I forgot at what point in my life, I had something happen where like, I just was not sleeping. Like it took a lot to get me to sleep. Like I used to have to take, um, not melatonin, but I don't know if you knew you could take like magnesium chews and those are like good mm-hmm. they're supposed to be good for like relaxation like relaxing your muscles and stuff like that but when I take them they were like put me in the deepest sleep of my life so I remember I had to like start taking those and like it was just like a really like disruptive maybe like a week or so where like my sleep was trash but I noticed like at work my mind was terrible so I was like okay I need to just like this is a non-negotiable I'm getting seven to eight hours doesn't matter like what it's happening so that's been a non-negotiable for me and then movement as well like that's it too yeah now having a non-negotiable is like really really important my problem my problem you see because what you said is it sounds great you know what I mean I would recommend (laughs) to apply that my problem (laughs) is like how I go about things is just so backwards right I'll so there was a point where I was taking melatonin and then melatonin just didn't work for me. Like I used mm-hmm. to get deep sleep, then I would take two and I would still be up. Like didn't yeah, work. Everybody got used to it. Got just used to it. Uh, same with NyQuil. It was just like, I'm not going to sleep off that. But what I would do, because everybody would be like, okay, so if you had that type of sleep schedule, did you at least take naps? And I'd be like, no. What? I was, in my mind, I was like, yo, I want to be a freak of nature. Like I want to be that person that people look back and they're like, I have no idea how he does that. Like, I, there's something about that that I love and I thrive in. 
So I'm like, mm-hmm. like four hours of sleep, going through a whole day of class, going to the gym for like two or three hours. That's crazy. Getting back, not taking a nap, and then doing homework. Like the thought of me just being like, yo, I was a freak. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why. It it just it was a motivator. It was like, yeah. Everybody's like, man, I don't even know how you do that. I'm like, yeah, of course you don't, because it's only me. <laughs> I'm oh built for this. <laughs> <laughs> No, like as you're saying that, I'm just like the public health person in me is like thinking about all the studies that I read about like people who get little sleep now and like how that affects their future. I won't tell you that right now because I don't want to scare you or anything. But... Scare me. Go ahead. Do it. No, like I remember just like reading studies about like your sleep hygiene and like oh no. Yeah. <laughs> like if it's like terrible right now that like in the future, like that could kind of shave a few years off of your life. Oh um, no. <laughs> that <laughs> And don't quote me on this. Like, I hope nobody listens to this and is like looking for these studies. I just remember reading them at some point in my life. And then I remember like another one about like, I don't know if it was about sleep or like taking breaks in between your like work, how like the difference between if you're just like a brain image of you just sitting and work all day versus if you take a break in between a meeting and then come back to your work, there's more brain activity when you take that break versus if you're just like, going meeting to meeting or like work to work or whatever so sorry to scare you but that's what i was going through when you were saying that i have to change (laughs) change your ways while you can i have to change them no (laughs) all this p i i promise you like once i'm done with this phd program i will be okay but listen in my mind if you're in that phd program you're already losing years of your life so you know what yeah probably from stress (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, nah, the stress is crazy. But I did want to ask you a question as far as like mm-hmm. you working out, right? Because I think to me that's like one of the dopest things ever. You are you have been doing this for years, posting content consistently, continuously growing. The things that you're doing, your workouts, the people that you inspire. I can't like every time I see your page, I'll be seeing all these like fitness people. Whenever I go to different fitness people's profiles, they all following you. I'm like, damn, I'm like, <laughs> So like what, for the people who don't know, like what kind of got you into fitness and then what has it been like in your journey of like just kind of navigating or honestly implementing fitness into your lifestyle? Because I know a lot of people who I talk to, they really, especially black women, they want to, but they don't know how to implement it fully because there's so many things that they have to do. So what was kind of like your story with fitness? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was always an athlete like I played basketball and um, soccer growing up so like I played basketball year-round so I would play like in school and then I would play AAU and then I played soccer just like in school like I I think I got like tricked into playing soccer like one of my best friends in high school was like oh I'm trying out for the soccer team like you should too and then I ended up being so athletic that I was like a starter for 40 years (laughs) I was like, oh, great. Like Now I love soccer. Like it's, it's amazing, but I've always been an athlete. So trying to find like that movement post high school and going into college. And I remember like, I slowly started working out and not consistently or whatever, but I think really like everybody else in 2020 and the pandemic, like I remember I was in grad school at the time. I think I was in either my first year or second year maybe it was like my first like ending my first year of uh grad school in New Orleans and the pandemic and so like for me my parents still lived in Texas at that point and so I just like moved back home because I'm like I don't want to get sick in New Orleans because I felt like I think the pandemic started right after Mardi Gras and I went to Mardi Gras <laughs> I was oh, like yeah. please don't let me get sick please let me get sick yeah. that was near, like a whole bunch of people and that was the year that a whole bunch of people kept getting run over by the floats I don't know if you remember that Mm. but like every parade somebody got ran over and I was like all right it's time to leave this city something's going wrong here (laughs) it's not funny but it's funny (laughs) (laughs) no 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 like (laughs) yeah I'm not not laughing at the fact that people got ran over I'm laughing at the fact it's a float like just seeing somebody get hit by a float is crazy but i understand why like it sounds crazy but like 
Nasty people work. want those beads. Like they're pushing you, trying to get to the front so they can get these bees or whatever they're throwing off the floats. Mm. Like it's dangerous. It's very dangerous going through these parades and stuff. Like that one experience, I was like, all right, I'm good for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing this ever again. This is not exciting. <laughs> but I ended up moving back home to Texas. And so like, like I said, I've always been athletic. Like my parents, my stepdad used to always like make me walk on the treadmill when I was younger to build up my endurance for basketball. He was like, if you're going to be a basketball player, you, you got to train year round. So like we had a treadmill still. And then we had one of those, like, um, it's like the like four in one thing. It's like a bench and it has like the lap pull down thing. Yeah. And then like the leg extension, hamstring curl, whatever. So we had that, we had equipment. So I was like, okay, I remember, and I don't remember exactly how I got on this, but I remember being on Instagram and like, I think it's so cool now that I think about it. So I remember watching Libby Christensen. Uh, I don't, I hope you guys can like look her up. You probably already know who Libby is, but I think it's cool. Cause I remember watching her on Instagram and like, we're actually like cool with each other now. And I remember mm. like back in, in 2021 I went to Kansas for her graduation and for my friend Tyra's um birthday and like we all hung out it was like the best time ever but I remember like watching her and I was like oh like I can do that and then I started seeing like more black women on there and like different girls and things like that so like I was like oh I can post content like thank god the content that I used to make is not on the internet anymore because <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking at that point but I just started doing it. Yeah. And, like, and so like people were like, oh, like, I'm gonna follow you. And I'm like, oh, you really want to follow me? And so like, it was really like beginner stages of working out like I had terrible form. But I think once I started following more people like in the same niche, like, I followed like actual trainers versus like influencers. And some influencers are trainers. But not all of them, but once I started seeing those people and I started like at their forum and like taking cues from them, that's when I just like got to this point. Like people ask me like, why is your form so good? They're like, I'm really good at like, I'm a visual person. If I see the correct way how to do it and I see that, like I can mimic that and I can just make that work for me. And so it kind of just turned into what I have now. Like I'm looking at my profile now, like I have about 70. 500 7600 followers which is crazy to even think about um don't know how that happened but it did and i'm 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 really grateful flex. for it because flex it's really <laughs> it really opened for up like so anybody, many doors for, for anybody listening i want y'all to know she has been at this for years she has put in the time and the work so she said i don't know how it happens we know how it happens <laughs> We see the dedication. We see the drive, the consistency. Come on. Don't you fire, bro. You fire. I appreciate it. Cool you are. Cool you are. No, it's, it's actually, like, really dope to see, like, to be someone who has witnessed the growth from, like, the beginning to all the way now. And even, it's yeah. like, a lot of people struggle with consistency, right? And I think consistency can be one of those things that really... You know, you do something for a while, then you kind of get into like a bad um, time where you just can't produce anything. And then usually that bad time, like you feel really guilty. You feel a lot of shame and you're like, I'm never going to do this again. But you're somebody who like even through those times, you've still found a way to like keep going and figuring it out. So what was the what helped you kind of like keep consistent with creating them? Yeah, I actually went through like a rut like that at the beginning of this year. Like I just felt like my... I don't know. I wasn't happy with my content and like, you probably, you really probably can't tell, like, I can't tell even just like looking at my page, but like, I just remember I, I was just not feeling filming. I wasn't feeling like much of anything. And I think it was just like, um, the new year, like trying to get in swing of things at work and like, mm -hmm. just a, a lot of like outside things that had a, a play into that. But like, at one point, like, I just stopped being like, I really don't care what people think about when I go in this gym and I have my tripod and I do this and I'm doing all this stuff. Like, I just don't care anymore. And like, that was the big, like, turning point for me. Now, I really don't give a crap if you are staring at me with my tripod. Like, I am wearing stuff that I get set. I get paid to do this. So <laughs> I 
really just don't care anymore. Like I used to really care. Like people would be like staring at me or some people like intentionally do stuff to your like your film or like try to walk in your frame on purpose. And like some people for the most part, they don't. And I really don't care because that's what editing is for. Mm -hmm. But I had some instances where people were really doing it on purpose. And I was just like, you don't even know me. What's the point of doing this? Yeah, you know? I was, but, I was this video on TikTok where this guy yeah. walked up to this girl. First of all, guys, <laughs> I, want, I want to have a conversation about that. that we got okay. to uncover some things. But this dude walked up to this girl in the gym and he literally in the video was just like, yo, you're mad extra. And she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, why? He's like, why are you recording yourself? Like, that's like mad weird. And oh then she was like, because I just want to. Like, you, like, I'm working on form. I'm getting paid to do this. What? And he was like, oh, that's cool. Um, what's your name? Like, and then he tried to hit on her. It's like, bro. Uh, it's, man. Yeah, no, but salute you. It's salute to everybody who, like, actually takes the time to record. Because, like, there's a lot of people doing a lot of great work and impacting people and inspiring people. Like, mm-hmm. who knows how many people have watched their videos. And it's like, yo, because of her, I'm about to, like, do the same thing. Or I want to work out. Or I, start. I would cry. I literally cry when I get DMs about, like, certain stuff. I remember when I posted about when I had that breast tumor and I got it removed and like my process after that like getting back into fitness because like that had me out for I think about a month like mm-hmm. that happened at the beginning of last year I, I had my breast tumor removed like it wasn't cancerous but like it was a fibroadenoma but it was like so painful like mm-hmm. it would be very very painful and like some stuff I just couldn't do and like the pain just got to a point where I think like I was actually in the gym and I had pulled like a chest muscle or something but it was the worst pain I could ever feel in my life. And I was like, this thing has to get removed. So I remember just getting that out. And then I actually like, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to use this as some sort of content, like more so from a public health thinking, like, okay, like make sure you're doing your breast self exams and things like that. But people mm-hmm. are like, this one girl, like <laughs> I'm hoping I'll crack it think about it. But this one girl like right. messaged me, she was like, I did did my self-exam and I found something I went to the doctor because I saw your post or whatever and I was like bro wow do See? not make me cry right now <laughs> life changer you don't yeah, yeah. it's really problem, it's bro. bigger than me like for real like uh, and people say that all the time but like it really is like these things and I really think they're like god-given thoughts and ideas mm-hmm. like when you actually like when you actually put action towards the things that like come into your mind and you you really do it and you just carry those things out you don't know who you're impacting and you don't know who needs to hear that or see that and like that may be something that they were thinking about for a while but then they saw somebody that they look up to or they you know they regularly talk to or whatever because like I I talk to everybody like I'm not one of those people you DM me unless you're like some weird dude which I do have a couple of those who like DM me all the time I'm like I'm never going to answer but like if you (laughs) if you're genuinely asking me something or replying to something I'm going to message you back and some people are like why do you I didn't think you're going to message me I was like why would I not (laughs) like I have the time I'm going to message you back I'm not going to lie though people like don't reply a lot of people don't No, I know I know you know what's funny too I'm like the same way and I think a lot of my friends especially like as I grow and elevate with my craft they're like bro stop like stop responding to people. I feel like I can't help it. It's just like if you're not coming at me crazy, then why would I not? Hey, it's a community. Like yeah. you're supposed to reply. You're not supposed to be on some like pedestal. You're supposed to reply. You're supposed to interact with your community. And if, but like, it's like I said, if it gets weird, then I'm not going to reply to you because why are you keep video calling me and calling me? I don't know who you are. <laughs> people video calling is crazy. I've had a few of those, and I'll be like. Did you think I was going to, like, answer for real? <laughs> right. <laughs> and I only see it because it's in, like, my hidden requests. So, like, sometimes I go and look because some good stuff gets, like, kept in there. Mm-hmm. But then most of the time it is, like, the spam stuff. And I saw, like, some dude had, like, video called me, like, five times. I'm like, <laughs> why did you think I was going to answer? <laughs> Yo, speaking of, speaking of guys, right? Oh, gosh. I need you to help settle this debate that me and my friends have, right? Okay. Should you hit on somebody in the gym? Um, I don't think you should do it in the gym, but maybe if you catch them on the outside of the gym, 
like as they're literally exiting the gym i feel like it's okay at that point but i mean i've never have i been hit on in the gym actually i have and it was very weird okay i remember i think it was like a couple months ago or maybe it was like sometime last year i remember i was in the gym this is when i went to my old gym so at one point i have this gym that's like right by where I live and I could like walk there it was a gold gym but then it got bought by like LA Fitness so now it's an LA Fitness and so I think I had like stopped going there I go to a different golds now mm. and so I, remember I went into LA Fitness because I still had access to it and I was like either I was filming or was not filming or I was doing something and like this guy just comes up to me and he was like I'd like to get to know you and I was like, the first thing you're gonna laugh. First thing that came to my mind, I was like, I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> For those who are listening, I am very much so not married. Um, but <laughs> but he was like, oh, okay. Like he wasn't attractive at all. He wasn't even my type. But it was just weird because I was like, had my headphones on. I'm in the zone. I don't think I was filming. I was just like working out. Yeah. And like I took my headphones off. That was the first thing that he didn't say hi. Oh, so his first line was actually he like, was like get to know you. he's like, I like to get to know you. And I was like, I'm married. And I put my heavens back on. <laughs> I wish but like, listen, this was like five o'clock in the morning. Like, why are you hitting on me this Girl, early? That's insane. Yeah, that's a good, that's, so, that's a good point, though. Yeah, to answer your point. question, no, you should not hit on girls in the gym. Unless yeah, it's wait, like wait, wait. reciprocated. What like if? the reciprocated energy kind of a little bit. What if it was your type? What if he was your type? And I still would be like, you're not gonna say hello. Like, okay. if you just come at, like you gotta come at me correctly, you can't just be like, gotcha. I want to get to know you. Be like, hi, good morning. What's your name? And I'll probably tell you a fake name until like, you know. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I thought about another instance where I got hit on at the gym. It was crazy, but it happened when I left the gym, and I respected that. What happened? So. I think this was when I like first moved here and I was going to that Gold's before it turned to LA Fitness. And I think I was just doing like my regular workouts and I did sprints afterwards, mm-hmm. but I was like dying. Like I looked like I just got out of the shower. <laughs> I was sweating so much. And so I was leaving the gym and this guy's like, oh, you really work, don't you? I was like, yeah, like I like working out, whatever. So like I had this whole conversation with him and then he turned out to be really weird. And I was like, okay, this, this is why I don't do things like great. this. But in the moment, did he get the number? I think I gave him like my email or something. And then I gave him the number. Oh. Listen, I had just moved here. Why would I give him my number? Wait. Yo. <laughs> you can email me. <laughs> Yo, honestly, I don't know how I would react. If I was trying to somebody- I mean, he he must have wanted to talk to me because he emailed me. <laughs> You're lying. No, I'm dead serious. Yo, he emailed, bro. No, no. Yes, I got it like that, Nigel. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, yo, okay, okay. All right, all right. Hear me out. 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 out, Right. (laughs) One, clearly, anybody listening, guys specifically, they're over two. Then the the shot is not going in. So you might want to reevaluate the shot. Number one. Number two, though. Yo, giving out an email <laughs> is <laughs> nasty work. And then for him to email you. <laughs> Listen, I am a woman. I have to be careful. Like I grew up in a household where I'm my my stepdad is like, he worked for the Department of Justice. So like I am like, I'm good to go with any form of like protecting myself. And so I have to think that through. I am so here for it. You know what I mean? But my point, I'm not talking about you. Listen, ladies, if you listen to do whatever you got to do to email, if you don't want or to protect yourself, if you don't want the number, if you don't give them a fake number, give them the email, yeah. give them a, a burner account. <laughs> I think here is man's email. It's like, what, bro, like, that's not a sign. Can you see it's a sign? Like, if somebody, if I'm hitting on somebody and you give me an email, I'm not. I'm gonna take my L. Let's see. He emailed me, so I was like, okay, he must really want this number then. Oh, that's that's hilarious. Okay, so for me, honestly though, when it comes to like hitting on gym, I'm I'm a hundred percent against it. Yeah, I mean, it's a space to work out. It's not like I feel like it's sacred space. However, 
However, I'm not going to lie. I definitely have mm-hmm. seen a couple of people who could have been my wife. Oh, I'm so dead, Nigel. Would you actually approach them? Probably Never. not. Wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't like, I don't like how you say that. <laughs> I don't like how you say that quick now. I be, see, this is the problem. My bad, my bad. People assume that I don't approach anyone. That's not the case. I be approaching people. It just not when in the moments in which people would expect me to approach. That's the difference right there. Mm. Mm, okay. Mm. You think so? Yeah. I'll just vibe with it. I guess that's, so. all, that's all you gotta do. <laughs> that's all you gotta do. So uh, so with that, right? Where <laughs> you've been in Texas, mm-hmm. Kentucky. Mm-hmm. You're in the DMV. You was in New Orleans. What has dating in these different cities been like? Oh, oh Lord. Let's not even talk about UK because that was like a whole different experience that I kind of like to remove from my brain. So oh, we're just yeah. over Kentucky. Um, New Orleans. Did I, date? I don't think I tried to date there because I was like really focused on school. Ooh, and like, yeah, so no um let's see I mean here like when I first moved here I I um I had I won't say I dated him maybe I did I don't know I got to know this one guy and like I I don't want to talk bad about somebody because like people really go through things but he was emotionally unstable and like the good in me was just like trying to like help said person Mm. um it just didn't work out and it's fine so but I think like I'm in a good space right now I'm not gonna go too into detail about what is going on in my love life right now but it is good Ooh. I will say that <laughs> I am in a good space we will and... well they hear it <laughs> <laughs> hopefully they do not listen to this because this will be like not awkward but anyways so um I feel like I'm in a good space and like you really just have to one uh have standards and have really good standards and like make sure the person really values the same thing that you value um this is turning into like relationship one-on-one I feel like but I think that's like a lesson that I've learned is like making sure that they like truly value the same thing that you do Mm. um and that they really appreciate where you are in life right now because I think it's big for me like I'm literally trying to get a doctorate right now um, and so I like, I need that space and time to do those things. And I feel like I have that space, but I also have time to like do fun things. Like last week for the 4th of July, we went on to, there's like a mall. It's called Pentagon city mall. Mm-hmm. And like, literally there's the interstate in between. And then on the other side is like the Washington monument. You can see it. And so that's where the fireworks were. And like, we just like went on top of the mall parking garage and watched the fireworks. And it was so fun. Cause they're apparently that's like a thing. Like people here do that. So like there's a whole bunch of people in the parking garage. Like there's these little kids, like these little kids, it was so cute. These little girls, they I guess they were making like handmade things. And so they came up to us, they're like, Do you want one of these? And it was like little handmade stars. It was so freaking cute. But um yeah, it's just like you just gotta just wait for it. Wait for what you really want. Don't settle. I'm, that's I'm, it. I'm loving a little subliminal like we. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah I'm not gonna I'm trying to be like what's it uh what is it private not what what do they say what's the saying uh private <laughs> not uh uh I can't think of the other word I <laughs> forgot hopefully somebody understands what we're trying to say yeah. though. I feel like at the end of this like I'm gonna remember I'm like, oh wow that was good I'm be like oh it was that yeah but no, that's, that's what I was say. like I don't Secret, like, private, not secret. Yeah, private, not secret. It's just very private, and yeah, that's the way it's got to shoot. That's, that's nobody's going to know until I like pop up and I actually have like a ring or something. Okay, you you taking that Issa Rae approach? You know what I mean? She just kind of like, exactly. On people. Right, that was crazy. I I was actually just rewatching that the other night. Insecure. Oh, Lawrence Hive. Oh Jesus, Lawrence Hive. Yeah, rewatching that reminded me of how dusty he was in season whoa, one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, 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 
Okay, we don't have to talk about that. We don't have to talk about Slow that. Slow down. <laughs> Yo, that man. Yo, he died. He died for the sins of all his men. I remember when that show was like really popping, like that first season. Yo, Lawrence Hobb was going crazy. <laughs> I remember people would actually buy Best Buy shirts. <laughs> yes. Oh man, classic show. That's classic. Okay, so um. Going back to like the gym and fitness, mm-hmm. what are some of your like gym pet peeves? Yeah, I can tell you one right now that I remember from this morning. Ooh. When people don't like shower or whatever before they come to the gym, like it's 5 a.m. You should not smell like this. Like, not even just from sweating, like they genuinely smell horrible. I mean, you don't have to shower, but like at least oh yeah, make sure it's like deodorant on, make sure you smell decent. Instead of smelling like straight onions at like five o'clock in the morning, it makes me lose my appetite after I work out. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's 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 one. That sounds awful, but like I've had too many instances at my gym where like and it's usually men. They just smell like really bad mm. first thing in the morning. Okay, but that's one. Okay. Four more. But like I might get canceled for that one. But um <laughs> No, I, I will coast on that one. Like People okay. Good. Don't don't smell bad. Yeah, it's it's just like just put a little spritz. Little mm-hmm. we have dude wipes now. Use those. Um. Okay. So two. What's another pet peeve that I have? I hate when people and I get if you're doing like a superset, but there's literally people who will get on like multiple machines across the gym. Like, yeah, I'll see you over here doing like tricep pushdowns, and then next thing I know, you're like on the hamstring curl machine across the gym like it, it, you don't need to do that or at least like program it in a way that maybe you just don't do that as a superset or something but I don't know it's just I feel like it's just there's too many people in the gym for you to be doing all of that like and yeah. it's not being a good gym community member when you're like doing that and then when when you're not there and you try to get on the machine, they make a big deal out of it. But like, sir, you were all the way across the gym the last time I was. Mm-hmm. So. Um, that's one. Um, when people don't wipe down the equipment, that's a that's a right. That, that's just like really gross to me, especially like with COVID. But then with like bodily fluids, yeah, just wipe sweat off of. And you study public health, so I know that you know. <laughs> right, like uh, you ain't one. <laughs> okay, three. You got some more. Okay. Um. What else? What else? Okay, this might be just like a, a content creator thing, but like when the mirrors are really smudgy, like I know somebody has cleaned these these mirrors at least once like why are they fingerprints everywhere i'm just trying to take a quick selfie 100 <laughs> percent content creative <laughs> that what's funny it's is always like, me that notices it i'm like why never in my next. existence of going to the gym have i ever been like wow this this window right here it is very, <laughs> this is like content creator we'll, we'll take four and last one yeah i've really considered carrying windex with me um <laughs> We're not going past that. <laughs> if I ever, if I ever see somebody bring some Windex out, I'd be like, <laughs> like if you don't get your. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. The one. last one. Let's see. This might be like a pet peeve, but it's just maybe like a global warming thing. But um, recently, I have been in the gym, and it has been hot as crap. Like hot, actually, inside the gym. Mm early in the morning and even like throughout the day um that's a minor pet peeve of mine because like even just like walking to what equipment I'm going to use I'm dripped in sweat <laughs> before like I, I like to like warm up to get toasty first instead of just being toasty to begin with but it might just be like an this area type thing because it's just been bad it's been so hot and I'm like why am I doing this to myself <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I can see that one for sure. My, my five are a little different. I definitely don't have that content creator one. That one's, that <laughs> one, that one's yeah, that one's unique. That one is very special. Um, 
Okay. My top five pet peeves. Okay. Hmm. One, I'm, I'm going to take one of yours when people don't wipe things down. And I can honestly admit there are moments where I don't wipe things down, but That's the only times I don't is only because, hold me, hear me out, because mm. somebody is waiting in line and then I'm like, do you want me to wipe it down? And they'd be like, no, nah, it's fine. And I'd be like, I bet. And they keep me pushing. And okay, I think you pass on that one. Yeah, cool. All right. So that two, my one of my biggest pet peeves is like when people are on machines and they're not working out. Yes. Like if you're yeah, there, I'm guilty of that too sometimes. If you're there for like hours on end and you're not working out, I'm like, it drives me nuts. Because yeah. it's like, bro, I will I will crank out my three in between if I need to, like I'll superset them real fast. But you just literally stand there, and it's always the ones that I'm like want to leave the gym and I'm just waiting for them to be done. Right. Um, number two. Number three, which is really my number one. This top, top tier pet peeve. Yo, there is not enough black women in the gym for me, bro. Oh my that's a pet peeve. Yes. <laughs> that's <laughs> <your> inconvenience. No, <laughs> that's a pet peeve. I swear I go on, I see your Instagram. I see everybody else's Instagram and TikTok. They got all these black women in the gym. Well, <laughs> the gym I go to, nothing but other people. Come but on. But where are you? You're in Kentucky. I mean, I've been there. Like, yeah. I know there's not enough. <laughs> That's a pet peeve. It hurt my heart, bro. I have no motivation. And then it's like, I'll be juggling. And then from a distance, I know she's not looking at me, but in my mind, I'm acting like she know she looking at me. So I'm like, I can't fold under the weight. Like I don't have that same motivation. You know what I mean? Like I mean, we need more. We need more in there. Um, for sure. Three, number four. Mm. Ooh, I would say my number four is people who are in the gym and they're like rude for no reason. Like, yeah, I get it. I go to the gym, it's a stress reliever, but there's sometimes there are people who are like just rude. It's like, bro, there's no need for that. Like, yep. Um, and five. Fifth, fifth is for sure when I'm working out with somebody and the whole time they don't want to work out. Mm. Nuts. That's it's why I don't work out with anyone. See, I love working out and I love training and like helping people kind of get to like where they want to go. But it's just like mm -hmm. always the people who I train who happen to be like, I want to do this. I'm, I'm going to go home. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're staying. Get into the bar. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, those are my top five. But I love, I'm, I'm with you. Like working out is such a great stress reliever and it's something I, I can, I have to continue for the rest of my life. Like, uh, mm -hmm. Same. This favorite thing. What's your I'm, favorite workout? I'm just trying to get ripped right now, honestly. Not I'm just kidding. Um, like my favorite like workout day or my favorite exercise? Ooh, both. 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 Okay. My favorite workout day right now. This is kind of crazy saying this, but when I do legs, when I do glutes and quads quads have just been like I don't know if you've seen my quads they're like bricks now I mm. just don't understand why quads but they're just like they've just always been like that but lately they've just been quadding a little bit more um and they're just like hard but that's what I've been focusing on is like quad growth for real so like that's my favorite workout day and I actually have it tomorrow so I'm very excited about that um favorite exercise I'll do upper body and lower body. So for upper body, I really like, um, hmm, I really like barbell bent over rows, but mm -hmm. with underhand, not overhand. Like mm -hmm. underhand, I love those. Like those really get me. I love those. Um, for legs, I feel like this is a girl's, like every girl's favorite workout is like, Romanian deadlifts if you can really like if you the glute bias Romanian deadlift and hip thrust I really have been liking hip thrust a lot more lately because I've been using the smith <laughs> not you act like you're gagging oh. but if you do it with the smith machine I felt like I can feel it more versus like 
because I can hip thrust like 300 pounds like easily with just the barbell but I feel like being on the smith machine I have more like um mind muscle connection and mm-hmm. like the pump just goes crazy so I'm like okay I'm gonna just stick with the smith machine at this point but it takes more to like set up like the benches at my gym are like super high and I'm five mm-hmm. four so <laughs> that just doesn't work out yeah. uh, so you have to get like the little step things that they have that they use for like the aerobic classes and just make it work listen so. if there's one thing for sure two things for certain Women are scary when it comes to RDLs and <laughs> it makes no sense. It's like I would I would like watch it or I'll tell a friend like, hey, squat, right? And yeah. they'll struggle with 135, right? It's but hard. when it comes but that 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 that, that, that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear it's hard when it you is. hip thrust damn near 300 yo it never made it never makes sense i'll be yo the hip thrust that i see girls do is just like where what how how is hard (laughs) once you get like the movement down because there's like two ways you can do it you can do it like you actually are hinging or Mm. you can do it where you just scoop up your lower body i used to do it the scooping way but recently i found that hinging is way better it is so much better. And so I've been doing it that way. And like, it's it's been crazy. But I, would, I get what you're saying. Squatting would, is hard though for women because you gotta think of our hips. Like we're we're putting all that pressure on our hips. It's like childbirth, basically. Like it's a lot. I know I have to stretch my hips out so much before I even think about doing squats. Like I think I have to do squats tomorrow in my program for glutes and quads. And like, I have to make sure I'm doing like, the craziest stretches just to open up my hips to even be able to squat because it hurt. I can feel it. No, no, I love squatting. <laughs> um, I don't see you like on Instagram squatting like fifty plates. I'm like Jesus, nah, not me. I'm a little guy, but squatting is like squatting is by far my favorite. But I think it's only because it's my strongest, and I have little legs, and I I hate it, but I love it. I love <laughs> it because people see me, and I'm not like. I'm strong, but I'm not like physically looking strong, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But, like when people see me, it's like, oh, look at this little dweeb. And then it's like, yeah, watch me squat. Yourself like this. <laughs> yeah, watch me squat. Then if you think I'm small, I'll be like, yeah. Ah. <laughs> it was funny today. I went to the gym and I was doing legs, ironically, today. And this guy, <laughs> I felt bad. <laughs> so, like, when you're, I, I was squatting 405 and I added, I was doing 425 mm-hmm. and I was like, Hey bro, can you spot me? And I like, I have this weird thing where when I have somebody spot me at a certain like threshold, it's not that I need you to actually like guide me, but I need to know somebody's behind me just in case. Right. Right. So for me, it was like, I was telling him, I was like, bro, I'm like 90% sure I got this, but I just need you for that 10%. And I guess people don't often see people squat 405 or 475. Yeah. So he was looking like, yeah, I, got, <laughs> I could see he was like nervous and I felt bad because it was like, dang, I didn't want, I don't want to scare you, bro. But I like, I actually got to, I need to hit this. <laughs> I hit it. But like when I turned around, that was shook. He was like, boy, have mercy. Yeah, you were squatting a lot. 405. And I hate upper body, truthfully. Why? Don't say that. Uh, I don't like, I really don't like my upper body. I love it. I think it's the perception of upper body, right? Because I think when I first was learning how to work out, mm-hmm. the perception of upper body was like, I remember the first thing somebody ever told me is curls get the girls. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was like upper bodies, like the people who look more built in upper body, they're the ones who are like the strongest, the coolest or whatever. Yeah. And I think I just got to a point where I'm just like, all of you guys do upper body and your legs is small. Right. They skip oh legs. Yeah. Y'all skip them like that. <laughs> and also, too, like, I hated legs. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I got to this place again, me being me. It was like, I hate this so much that I want to love it. So I'm going to embrace it like I really love it. And now it's my favorite. But I would, if I had an answer, I would say deadlift, if that counts as upper body. Yeah, it's a, it's a compound movement. So it, it hits a little bit of everything. Yeah. I will say, though, like, if 
a guy has like a nice upper body like if he's kind of swole like that definitely does get me I'm not gonna lie but like mm. dang look at those arms mm. I'm definitely I'm definitely an arm girl yeah I mean I got I got these two guns but I, just, I just cover them up all the time I, mean, I don't want to ask you <laughs> oh my gosh you were hilarious yeah no deadlifts definitely they're hard though. I don't like deadlifts. Like regular, conventional. Yeah. Do you sumo? No, I used to. I used to. I used to be on that sumo wave. I stopped. <laughs> and, I mean, I'm still doing well, so I'm. I'm like, okay, maybe I didn't need to do sumos. <laughs> yeah. No, that's. I don't. I don't like sumo. I don't have like the hips for sumo. I can do conventional, but even now, like me and conventional are not. We're we're in a toxic part of our relationship. We're not sumo. Wow. So. Ironically, I so in March I had surgery because I had a tumor. I remember that. Yeah, and, and it was uh, benign. It was lymphoma, lymphoma. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but um, so like from there I was like really, really progressing a lot, and then it set me back because even the the, the week of my surgery I also tore my hamstring. Jeez. Um, yeah, playing basketball, it was already injured, and I told myself like, Nigel, like, bro, mm -hmm. don't hoop. But you know, ball is life. You know, I might be going to the league one day. <laughs> All right, Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> might be going to the league one day, so I got to stay ready. Um, but yeah, I tore it. So what ended up happening is just like, as far as recovery, I was recovering from the hamstring and I was recovering from the mm. shoulder. So just, yeah. it was supposed to be a month recovery. It ended up taking two months. And then when I was like, just trying to like build myself up, mm -hmm. just that lift was the most difficult thing for me to do. And I think it's because I use so much of my hamstring when I'm deadlifting. But yeah. it was like, yeah, no, nah, I mean it. We're not yeah. seeing that eye right now. I mean, yeah, I would probably just like wait a little bit before trying that again. Especially since I'm thinking about like the movement right now and it is very like hamstring heavy. Yeah, I should. I'm sorry. I knew about your shoulder. I didn't know about your hamstrings though. Yeah, that one, I kept that one a little secret because it was, okay. but I will say, I will say for all the listeners, you know what I mean? <laughs> I a little menace on that basketball court and I went down like a G, you know what I mean? I told myself I was only going to shoot, mm -hmm. but I was like, I saw the person in front of me and I was like, barbecue chicken alert. Like, I'm about to cook him. I was like, oh, I'm about to cook him. I used the move. I went mm -hmm. up. The way I jumped, I put the pot. I was like, oh, no. Hit the shot. I was like, oh, yeah. Came down. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, dang. I'm so sorry. No, nah, that's all good. You know, that's you my worst fear is like doing that or like sometimes my knee pops when I'm trying to position myself for Bulgarians. And I'm just like, no, please, no. Yeah. <laughs> please don't, don't let that be a bad pop. But it's injuries, always like, injuries are definitely scary for sure. Yeah. I haven't had anything serious, thank God. Except for like when I was I was very injury prone when I was playing soccer. I remember one point, I don't know if I like sprained my Achilles or something, but I just remember one game, it felt like I just had like this fire down the back of my leg. And I just had to sit out. And I was out for at least like a couple of games. But I remember I at least like two seasons I was in a boot. <laughs> For oh, a little bit, yes. Uh, see, I've never really had that many injuries. The worst injury I had growing up was like a sprained ankle. And mm. I've never broken the muscle in my wood. Um, yeah, that surgery was like the first time I ever had surgery. And which explains why my mom was like, are you okay? Is everything good? What happened? Da, 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 da. But um, yeah, no, I'm cool off injuries. Like people could have it. Right. Um, I, I want no smoke. Same. Yeah, I have this really random horrible thing happened to me at the beginning of this year I forgot how it happened but like I did something to my back I tweaked my back so bad mm. and like I couldn't I couldn't like do deadlifts I couldn't do hip thrusts I just remember being like just tore I don't even know how it happened I tweaked something I remember at the very beginning of the year I had to keep going to the chiropractor that was the first time I went and oh my god you know like those videos where they like crack your neck real quick yeah she did that to me and she changed my life but Wait. I would never go back again I, I I genuinely want to know this right because I see those videos and in my mind I'm like I really want to go but I'm also mm -hmm. like that looks like I'm very close to death every single time what it doesn't 
They know what they're doing, though. Are you sure? Like, how do you yeah. know they're not serial killers? <laughs> well, I vetted this person. I made sure that I like looked up the business, and it's like a chain. So I was like, okay, if it's a chain, then they have like certified people who have their correct degrees and certifications and whatnot. But like when she did it, she was like, you have to make sure like you don't need to like strain or anything. Just mm-hmm. like she'll be like, okay, just like lay your head in, just like put your your weight on me, like don't move or anything so she like moves your neck around and she feels it and when you least expect it that's when she goes like this and you don't expect it so that's why you can't like strain or anything but after she does it it's just like you feel free? I, remember I felt this like cooling sensation oh wow down the back. And i was like <laughs> i feel wow. so much better yeah I'm not- that didn't, it, it's not, it didn't like fix my back problem but she did do some like other things with like my lower back. She was saying it was something like the way my hips were aligned. Um, and she like did some stuff with my, try to like move it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it just like one day it just stopped hurting. And I was like, thank you, God. <laughs> thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> now I'm I'm definitely prone to like lower back injuries as far as just like strains and whatnot. So yeah. I think, you know, like it, those are not fun at all. So I'm happy like it's not anything serious. It wasn't anything serious. Cause... Yeah, it it was. I remember I, I was like sleeping with a heating pad on my back. Oh, Lord. oh it oh. was it was bad. Like I couldn't sit in a chair, like in a desk chair. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't sit in the chair. Like I had to like stand. I have a standing desk at work. I was like standing up working. Couldn't oh. sit for a long time. Like it was it was rough. I would say like my the funniest but also the most like <laughs> painful recovery I've ever had from like the gym is the one time I was deadlifted and I was going for a max and I what's ironic is like what my max was I could eat that right now for breakfast mm-hmm. but back then it was like the heaviest thing and I was strained to get it Oof. and the next day like I felt it and I remember I had a pot to a leave I had tiger's bomb and I had um was it Ben Gay? And I was those three things were in rotation. Like oh, yeah, it wasn't fun. Uh four. Jeez, check on your level four. I think it was four twenty-five at the time. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, not even close. <laughs> it's made for lower body, but all the other stuff, nah. Yeah. Honestly, there's really no, at a certain level, there's really no point. The only reason why we got, I even got to there was because I was just working out with somebody who was primarily doing um, power building. Oh. So it was like, because of that, just naturally, I learned how to like do those type of workouts. So it just kind of led to that. Now I'm at a point where it's like, I'm cool. I have video evidence. I have nothing to prove. (laughs) Proof is in the video. Yeah, for sure. And I'm going to show my kids and I'm going to let them know, hey, your, your dad. Your dad was. <laughs> he was about that life. Yeah. Your dad was Hemi Potter. <laughs> <laughs> you were too much. <laughs> oh, man. All right. My last question for you um, before we wrap up it's a question that I like to ask all my different guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to have to switch it up because I also. I'm not, I'll tell you after the camera who else I ask these questions to. But mm-hmm. uh, what is one thing that you have accomplished? Okay. But you downplayed okay. it. You downplayed it and it deserves to be celebrated. Hmm. Okay. Um, I actually got told recently, and I, I'm glad that they they told me this in this way. Um, it was a very like impromptu conversation I think I was not even supposed to talk to this individual but they ended up being in the same vicinity as the person I was on the phone with but like I was just like talking about something they're like you have to stop downplaying like you downplay a lot of the things that you do and like that's not they the way they said it to me was like really an eye-opener for me they're like that's not that's like throwing shade at God kind of like God gave you these abilities and these talents and this intelligence and like you're downplaying the gifts that God gave you and I was like wow like I really need to stop doing that you know Mm -hmm. um so 
I mean, I'll name two things that just like come to my head. I know you asked for one. I'm sorry. I'm gonna give you two. Um, one is like, I'm in my fifth semester of my program and I've just had a 4.0 the entire time. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Appreciate that. Yes, oh, um, 4.0, that ain't easy. Yeah. Hard. Very hard. Yeah. And then the second thing is like, it still blows my mind to this day. Like, I'm literally like on the board of an actual nonprofit organization. <laughs> like, they actually trust me to help make decisions. <laughs> you board member? I think that's so funny because it's like in my mind, I'm like, I'm fully capable. Like, I have the resume, I have the experience, I have the brain power, all these things. But like, in my mind, I'm still like, 19 years old low-key and like a college student and like mm. I don't know that much but like I really do know a lot of things particularly around maternal and child health like a hot cheeto because it's not like you're right. going downplay yourself for a second no 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 like I, I I have the knowledge the skill set and it's like a learning opportunity for me but like I'm literally like on a board which is crazy to me but yeah oh. We love it. We're so proud of you, man. You shine. Thanks, Nigel. I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, listen, when I grow up, I want to be like you because oh I want to be like you. You're already in your dissertation. The way the way I haven't worked on it. Uh-huh. Oh my lord! What? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna write it. I'm gonna lock in and I'm gonna write it eventually. Um, hopefully, so you get some more sleep in there too. Yeah, for sure. Sh- yeah, yes, yes. And go to bed at a reasonable hour. Can't promise that one, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll start with the seven to eight hours. We'll work on the sleep at a reasonable time later. I got to see how this semester goes. But it's not about me. It's about you. First of all, it's about you. Uh, Krista, you are incredible. You are amazing. Thank you for being on here. Thank you. And for everybody, I wanted to just like give her flowers too. Because I reached out to her legitimately yesterday. And she went 100% down. She was like, yo, yes, let's get it. Let's make it happen. So I appreciate you for making the time, um, being a part of the show, always supporting. You know, I always support you. I love what you do. And it's funny how many things that I post on um, Instagram and my stories that you relate to. And it always makes me laugh. (laughs) (laughs) So much. (laughs) The ones that you always, like, respond to are the ones that typically, like, hit me the most. Yeah. Like, damn, we're, like, really similar to that. Regardless. (laughs) Ma'am, you are amazing. Thank you for being on here. And to everybody listening, make sure y'all follow her. Check out. She got TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. What does he have? Threads. <laughs> got threads. threads. Yeah, big threads. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'll drop all her socials. I appreciate everybody for listening. Uh, peace and love, everybody. Have a great rest of your day, night, morning, whenever you listen to this. And, um, yeah, see you. Peace.